Hey friends, welcome to the Next Step Leadership Podcast, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. I'm Tracy Reynolds, and my partner in crime for the Next Step journey is Chris Maxwell. Together we hope to inspire, assist, and create the confidence you need to take your next step in your personal growth, your vocation, your spiritual life, or maybe your calling. Thanks for joining us. Well, come on, let's dive into this week's episode of Next Step Leadership. Hello, welcome to Next Step Leadership. Uh, my name is Chris Maxwell, and I'm, uh, as always, I'm honored to have these dialogues with uh, Tracy Reynolds, dear friend. And Tracy, uh, we're going to continue the conversation today with our guest. Uh, we I can't talked, wait. Talked last week uh, to Aaron Maxwell. What, I mean, what were some of your takeaways, Tracy, as we engaged wow. and listened to, to his story? Uh, two things that came really screaming out towards the end of that time was the need. Uh, not just for leaders, but in every relationship, every context, that we have to be honest, authentic, and vulnerable. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the whole honesty, authenticity thing, just being real without wax, being the, the real deal, and then going deep, being willing to share out of weakness, because I really believe that God's weak, his strength is made manifest uh, most in our weakness, and he just loves to show up and show out when I just get honest and real. I just so reverberate with that. Thank you so much, Aaron. Yeah, and Aaron, it's, it's great to have you uh, in this conversation again. So just take us back and, and tell us some of those stories and lessons you've learned from those joyful moments, but also the pain as you've been leading and mentoring others in your role? Oh, well, um, I would say I like to start off kind of the school year as, uh, because we're dorm parents, you know, we, we get new girls every year. And so I like to, for one of our devotional times in the beginning, first few weeks, I, I like to bring them in and just tell them my story. The, not all of the details, you know, they don't need to know how many times I was out in Athens or anything like that, you know, but <laughs> they, they, um, I, I feel like it's necessary for them to see right away that I, I do have a story that um, I have been through a lot and I've struggled with a lot. And uh, I am here saying I, I still trust in God. And mm. there are a lot of unknowns in life, right? But um, I am choosing to trust in God and, and I will tell you the truth when I can, when I can, when it's appropriate. And I will be open and vulnerable when I can and when it's appropriate. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, that's good. Um, and my, my, my highs and my lows are on display so that you can see it. So that hopefully in return, when you are low, yeah. you can, you will take advantage and, and come and see me. I, I like to think of that in terms of, okay, we're building relational bridges Mm-hmm. that will be strong enough, sturdy enough to hold truth mm-hmm. at some point. And you, that's exactly what, by, by being open, you're creating that relational space that allows for, for vulnerability for their part and trust mm-hmm. uh, as a person that you're, again, a safe place. Yeah. Good stuff. You mentioned in our conversation uh, a struggle that just so reverberated uh, with, with me deeply mm-hmm. about some anxiety issues and things like that. Do you mind going yeah. there? Oh, absolutely, man. Let's do it. Uh, so I have, I didn't know that I was having panic attacks before. Um, about five years ago when we moved to Senegal, uh, we, <laughs> you know, huge change from 
first world Korea to West Africa. Um, I was in the middle of a master's program. We just had our first newborn, uh, our first baby. Uh, so there was so much happening. And uh, I just remember nights where I would just kind of sit on the couch and in, in darkness crying and, and trying to breathe, you know. Um, I didn't realize at the time, but I was having panic attacks. Yeah. And last year, last summer, really, when, you know, COVID was happening, uh, my mom got super sick uh, in the hospital, almost died. Um, and, and I was just, uh, just almost daily, daily really having panic attacks and anxiety constantly. And I couldn't even make a simple decision. You know, my, I remember one time I was with my little brother, Graham, who's been on the podcast and, uh, he was asking me, where do I want to eat? And I I don't know. I can't decide, you know, like I, I was just so racked with that and, uh, being able to to go back um, to Senegal through that and trust in God that that's where we still needed to be, uh, even with this struggle, um, and being able to share that with our girls that I, I am currently struggling with panic attacks regularly. And we have five or six girls in our dorm that are struggling with depression, anxiety, and panic attacks. You know, it all comes in waves for them and everything like that, but that was even... Kind of showing, you know, an, another step of showing weakness and and being okay with that weakness and saying I'm working on it. I'm talking to a counselor right now um, through our mission, and you should be talking to the school counselor. You should be dealing with that. And at home in the dorm, we are here for you. I have been through panic attacks. I I can talk you down from that ledge. I can, you know. And my wife is is getting her master's degree in counseling, so she's learning way more stuff, you know, than, than I know, just, Hey, Hey, breathe real quick, you know, and, yeah. you know, yeah. like folks, I'm, sure. I'm focused on the breathing and take your mind off of it. And she's, you know, really in, in depth, she'll, she'll be able to kind of come after and, and work on deeper stuff. But yeah. So, well, you shared a story that was particularly powerful about mm-hmm. a, a bit of a breakthrough that you had. I, I would yeah. love if you would go there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think we all struggle with, you know, confidence issues from time to time. And I would say, especially when you're, you know, racked with, with anxiety and things like that, you really start to struggle more with, with confidence. And um, so I was in a counseling meeting one day and uh, we were really, really kind of deep in, into this counseling session and, and working on a lot of heavy stuff. And I said something to the counselor and, and, I cannot even remember what I said, really. But she she stopped me right there. She said, stop, wait, stop. Don't say anything else. Close your eyes right now. We're going to pray. And I'm going to pray for you that God will reveal to you who he sees you as and who he wants you to be, you know. And so I, you know, I'm already kind of emotional. and You know, I was heavy in it anyways. And so I closed my eyes and... It was just as she was praying over me, you know, Holy Spirit, come, you know, Father, show him how you see him. You know, all of these things that she was praying over me, um, I just got, I, I really feel like God just gave me this vision of him. I was just dressed in, in excess and in splendor, hmm. uh, like royalty, you know, and there was this crowd of people 
looking at me and I'm up on the stage and, and I see these hands placing this crown on my head. And um, in the crown, it said confidence. Mm-hmm. And um, this, this song was running through my head that I hadn't heard in, in a while. Um, and, and the song, the, kind of the lyric is, you know, you, you um, crown me with confidence. You crown me with confidence. And so that bit of the song was running through my head over and over again. And I can really look back at that point. And, you know, it was 10, 11 months ago, something like that. And I, I have felt confidence shift. I felt um, that me being willing to step into who I am, my strengths and my weaknesses, because I think a lot of times my weaknesses hindered me from taking ownership of my strengths. And so I would doubt my strengths. I would doubt myself more and more. And uh, when I would step out into a strength, um, I would second guess it later and then I'd be racked with it. You know what I mean? So I really feel like that, that moment, God kind of giving me that was this turning point in, in my anxiety and my panic attacks, and also this turning point in, in me as a man, as me as me as a man as of faith, uh, me as a leader, um, and yeah, even I've told the story many times. You know, I've told many people about this vision, and I still get emotional because there was such an intimacy to it. There's such an intimacy when we go to the Father in these moments. You know, He heals. That's where we get healing from and confidence from is him you know all if it's not from him it's cockiness Mm. if it's from him and in him it's confidence and i feel like i've been on that journey for a long time um and i feel like i'm just at the i'm a few steps up that mountain you know what i mean in in this in this journey how important uh, was it, Aaron? I mean, think about it. How important that was for you to be talking to the counselor, for you to be honest about how you felt, what you were going through uh, with all the questions, and then just stopping right there and seeing it. Um, and, you know, In this podcast, Tracy and I talked to each other and, and, uh, and the guest that's with us. We want it to be a personal conversation, but we know there are other people listening in. Mm-hmm. And I recently uh, met with a group of, of people who are in ministry. And the number of those who are, who are struggling, and they're just carrying the weight of worry of their whole perspective of themselves. They, they feel like they don't fit. They're not capable of doing what others are able to This life of comparison. And I challenge them. I'm like, see a counselor. I mean, me personally, it was one of the best decisions I ever made. Uh, you know, you've mentioned my illness and, and the struggles uh, that, that you went through, that I went through, that we went through. Um, I, I could not have made it without a uh, family of love, a f- heavenly father of love, but also friends and counselors who were there to speak into my life. Uh, challenge us, <laughs> encourage us of ways to, to seek authentic, transparent help from other people who are the right voices to speak into our lives and mm-hmm. to listen to us. Yeah. I think, uh, unfortunately, it is one of those, yeah, Dad, you were right kind of moments for me. Um, as a kid, when you would say, yeah, you, maybe you should be talking to a counselor about this, and I, I would roll my eyes, you know. Um, and uh, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? And it is very much 
like, man. <laughs> Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> what else did I miss? <laughs> you know, um, because for whatever reasons, you know, we, we think we know everything growing up. And, yeah. and, and I think just it, is, it was truly one of those moments. And, and I will tell anyone, if you're struggling with the smallest thing or massive things, talk to someone who's, yeah. who's smarter than you, you know, who's um, more understanding of, of how to process things. Yeah. Right. And that's what the counselor really did for me is help me pro gave me a safe place to that's process. Good. And she knew the questions to ask, you know, she knew, Ooh, that's something bigger than he thinks that it is. Mm. And I'm going to, push that button a little bit more and let's see, let's explore that, you know, cause we think, oh, that was just a bump in the road. It's fine. And yeah. no, it was actually huge and we need to talk about it. You know? Yeah. It's good. Yeah. yeah. I always enjoy it when, you know, after a podcast, when we get a text or a, a note or a review or something and people say, Oh, thank you. That was good. Uh, what I want out of this, out of this conversation, I want, instead of someone texting us, I want them to contact someone who can be there to help them. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be great? Oh, absolutely. Think about mm -hmm. As they're listening to your story and they realize, all right, this is how I've been affected by past pain, by situations that I lived in denial of. Maybe I called it faith, <laughs> and there was some faith there, but, but maybe it was really denial, and I need the right person that I can just unload all of my feelings to and talk to. I want to hitchhike on that, Chris. I'm, I'm particularly burdened today for um, Christian leaders, pastors. I've got so many friends right now. We were talking off, off mic about just a couple friends that just today, this morning before we started, that, that we were burdened about. That I um, mean, COVID. I think, if, among other things, obviously we had a global pandemic and, and something we've never experienced. But there've been waves and waves and waves of people who are just struggling. Uh, the word confidence is is primary, I think, uh, or the lack thereof, or a sense of assurance. Uh, uh, somewhere in, and we've lost motivation. We we don't know exactly where to turn. We just know that we're hurting. We can't put a finger on that. We maybe we've lost a sense of identity based on, you know, uh, having people around us. But being able at this point to just say, get some help, find a trusted friend. Just it it doesn't have to be profound. It might be simple, and you just don't know where that need. You, you right. were just being vulnerable a little bit. Would, would, any encouragement you'd like to add to that, Aaron? I would say, I, I mean, the, the healthy thing for me, I feel like, from all of that, f through talking with someone, through processing, is that I became more confident in my strengths. Mm. And my strengths are different. They are God-given different than you, Tracy, than, than you, Dad. And I think I was comparing my, my oh, I, you know, I really like Tracy as a leader, but I'm more inclined to, to act this way, to have, to say this compared to Tracy. And so maybe, maybe I should just be more like Tracy. Maybe I should be more like my dad. And, and so I was always having this turmoil in my mind through processing things, I, I realized that, you know, there was past hurts, there was past pains, and 
when you work through these these wounds, you become more confident in yourself. And maybe you get a God-given vision, like, like I was blessed, thank you, God. Maybe that's what I needed at the time. Maybe you just need to work through a bump in the road, and mm-hmm. then you become more confident in your God-given strengths, you know? I'm a, are you guys know anything about the Enneagram? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm an Enneagram eight and that I'm a seven. You're a seven. Ah, sevens. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no. With an eight. Um, wing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I like you better. I like you better. <laughs> no. Um, but eights kind of at, at times can get bad, bad raps because they're confrontational. They're, they can be blunt at times and things like that. But one of the things that I've, really taken ownership of, of being an eight is that I'm a defender of people and uh, we get emotional because that, it, that, that I carry that is I will step in, in a moment to defend someone where other people may not. And that's my God given strength. Wow. And if I did it before my counseling, it was probably done inappropriately and with with too much aggression, you know. Yeah. Now I am confident in who I am, and as confident as we as imperfect people can be, yeah. right? Um, but I can step into sit, to something and say, "Listen, I need to ask this question because these people are feeling this way," and I, I can go and defend my coworkers, and I can't, you know, as yeah. as as their leaders or their partners, whatever. Um, and so I've I've really been able to take ownership of my strengths and and know my weaknesses and be okay with them and and learn to grow them you know and rely like my wife she's so tender and she's great with words and things like that and so in a very serious meeting she's the one that's talking most because she's better and more gentle than I am and and when a firmer hand or a firmer point needs to be made, I will step in and say, listen, this is how it needs to be done. This is what we're thinking, you know? Um, so yeah. And, and all of that confidence comes from, from those moments of wow. what I seemed, seemed like great darkness that God turned into um, a, a vision and, and brilliance and confidence. You know? And the beauty of that that I see, Aaron, is that God helped you to become more of who he made you to be. Yeah. Right. Instead right. of being someone else. And how right. freeing that is that I don't have to be this person or that person. It's like better or worse. Mm-hmm. But man, mm-hmm. we want you to be the best you that you can be. Yeah. I've wanted that for my children to hear you say that. That's, oh, as a dad. I wish that you that are uh, the, the people that listen to this, and I get to sit here and witness this beautiful conversation between a father and a son, and just to be, I feel like a fly on the wall at times. Thank you so much, Aaron, for just a fantastic uh, time together. Thank you for going deep, and thank you for sharing meaningful things. Uh, yeah. So pleased to be your friend. Absolutely. Thanks for letting me uh, open up and be vulnerable. And yeah, it's been great. Thank you, guys. Yeah, and, and thank you all. Thank you, Aaron. And uh, thank each of you for participating with us as we're learning together and seeking to let our next step be our best step. Thanks for joining us on Next Step Leadership, the weekly conversation dedicated to your personal growth and leadership development. Chris and I are so glad you dropped in. You can find us on all your favorite podcast providers. Hey, do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if you really want to help us, give us a rating. We so appreciate your support. 
Chris Maxwell is the author of 10 books, including Pause with Jesus, Underwater, A Slow and Sudden God, and his latest book of poetry, Embracing Now. You can find links to all of his work and our social media information at our website, nextstepleadership.buzzsprout.com. Our featured music is by Casual Americans. Follow them on Instagram at Casual Americans. And new music is coming soon. We release Next Step Leadership each Thursday, so join us next week on The Next Step Journey, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step.